Okay. Did you look me in the no. fucking eyes and just say to me that the weekend is the new Michael Jackson? Yes. We are not friends. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm gonna put that in the podcast somewhere. Fuck you, man. <laughs> All right, we're back. Welcome to the fifth episode of the Pink Hoodie Podcast. Today we have another comedian. We always have comedians. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like only comedians on this show. A lot of people have been like asking me that are like my friends who aren't comedians. They want to be on it. I'm like, you have to do comedy in sorry. some aspect. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it, Brad. Our guest today from uh, the Just for Attention show yeah. at the Lizard Lounge. And Craigslist Comedy. And Craigslist yeah, Comedy. I have two now under Not my belt. We everybody. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm okay. I'm trying to like stay above water. Yeah. <laughs> I just came from work. It was my first yeah. week back at work. Uh-huh. Where so do you work like, at? Uh, I work at should I disclose that on the internet? <laughs> All views are my own. <laughs> <laughs> um do you believe in an afterlife? <laughs> <laughs> I like knew what questions were coming and I still didn't prepare. Um you know what? I go back and forth because uh, I feel like I don't want to because I think once is enough. Being yeah. <laughs> alive once <laughs> is enough. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I think it's definitely cool. I would say I, I feel like I kind of believe in reincarnation. I'm a Buddhist, so that's kind of what it is. But I don't believe that like uh like you your consciousness carries over if uh-huh. that makes sense okay so you were raised buddhist yes okay it was kind of actually um there wasn't like any pressure really which uh-huh. i think is very not normal for people who raise are raised with uh spiritual parents mm-hmm. um but my mom's parents like didn't make that didn't force them to follow religion either uh-huh. they basically were more like uh you know we we want you to choose a religion and practice it, but we're yeah. not going to force you to choose okay, one. So like, you could be like, pick any. Yeah, and like, I was like, I had like six aunts and like two say. uncles, so it was like a very. There's a the large religions. range of how spiritual people are and how closely they follow religion. Yeah. So like, I have a good mix of like Christian relatives and Buddhist, okay. as well as like cousins who are like atheist and uh-huh. aren't spiritual at all. Yeah. So. I'm, like, one of the only people that I know in my family that isn't, like, super religious. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I think... Um, so that's why I don't go to family reunions anymore. <laughs> yeah, I guess if it's, like, spiritually based, that's or, like, everyone's pretty... Yeah. That's really hard. Uh-huh. Because it's, like, what else do you have yeah. in common? <laughs> yeah. Literally <laughs> talk <not>. about. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I think religion has always been kind of respected or revered. Uh-huh. But not necessarily something people use, or at least members of my family use to like guide, like decision yeah. making, which I think is really cool. Yeah, I uh, th- there's like when I like I feel like I like lost my faith when I was like yeah. seventeen. Then I was like looking into this like new age stuff, reading a lot of like new age books. Yeah, reading up on like Hinduism and Buddhism. There's a lot of stuff I like in there. Yeah, and like, but I don't have any like. I'm trying to find out, like, what's... Right. Well, I think the and, thing like, about... I'm never going to find out yeah. what well, I think, the right answer is, I feel like. Yeah, and it's really it's cool. I think Buddhism is kind of, like, what you make of it. And I think... I've actually read some books where people use it as a supplement to, the, to their 
of like main religion. Uh-huh. So like they will practice Buddhism yeah. in addition to being like a devout Christian. Yeah. So I don't know. It's kind of cool. And I, I think there are aspects of like Hinduism and Buddhism too, that are mm. just like have been very mainstreamed and like yeah. popularized due to like yoga, like yeah. meditation. Uh-huh. You don't have to be religious to like enjoy meditating sure. or like self reflection. Uh-huh. So yeah. So like we said like basing like Buddhism as like a side, like, like the main entree like is a like supplement. <laughs> and then like you get a side of Buddhism <laughs> and a a cup of Hinduism yeah. to wash it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean I think uh there's something to be said about that. I mean I get if you like align yourself with religion and like that's yeah part of me. But I think it's really good to have an understanding of other religions and what people follow. Yeah. I'm also in, I'm very interested in Judaism. Yeah, I feel like they have a very good like cultural mm-hmm. connection to yeah. each other, and like same with like Catholicism in some aspects. And, yeah, and Islam too. Right. They all feel like very like family oriented. Yeah, I mean I, I like. think yeah uh, I I think most religion is just kind of at the core of it. It's storytelling. Yeah, and also I mean what brings a community together yeah more easily <laughs> than a That's good story yeah i like good stories <laughs> so have you ever shat yourself yes actually <laughs> i was just thinking about this i was trying to write a joke and i was like there i am, have just been like grasping for anything because <laughs> yeah. i need to write new things um but yeah i it's so sad because it was like the last time you shit yourself doesn't even reflect on like how much you have yourself together. It's just like mm. anyone is prone to shitting yeah, themselves at any true. time. It's yeah. like like besides death, that's the great equalizer, I yeah. think. <laughs> <laughs> Diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. Um and it's just like nothing anybody like you could email in and be like, I'm having issues. And people yeah. are like, take this time yeah. you need. People are very understanding about bowel movements. I think. Yeah, it's just it's just out of your control. That's the one thing everyone <laughs> can agree on. I don't know why people are divided nowadays. Just like we're all the same. We all <laughs> shit ourselves sometimes. It's okay. It happens, just you love, know. Love one another. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I mean, was the answer just yes or no? We're just gonna. <laughs> I had like a. I wrote that down because like I remember I was like a week ago I was like in bed and then like i kind of had like a shart in my bed oh a shart and then i just kind of fell back asleep and dealt with it in the morning oh no tyler (laughs) (laughs) no it wasn't like a a huge amount were you like conscious of it or were you like i'm not sure i was very i definitely there was a little a little came out i farted because i kind of felt like i had to you know that feeling when you have to like poop like when you're in bed so then, like, you, like, fart to try to see, like, oh, is it a No, I usually will just get up. See, I'm, like, lazy. <laughs> <laughs> so then I I tried to, I had to fart, and some of the poop came out, and then the next morning. But I, I guess, why test yourself if you were not? <laughs> that was a walk of shame I did. From, In the morning, fresh. From my bedroom to my toilet. I'm so sorry for you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to your bed. Yeah, no, it, the bed was fine. I was wearing... <laughs> I, I, like, sleep in my clothes. 
like oh actually i do that too i don't like pants and this shirt like when people say they can't fall asleep in jeans or lounge in jeans i'm like you're buying the wrong type of jeans like i i don't know i never have a problem falling asleep i can't i don't wear jeans anymore yeah because i feel like I i don't look good in jeans so i swear it's like black stretchy pants yeah, they're like super comfortable, and you can sleep in them, and I do. I'm like, you Th- can these buy are like my pajamas. I feel like you can buy stretchy jeans. Yeah, but I, I don't know. They're I, hard. They're hard to find. I just don't. Yeah, you're I, a tall person. I wear a 36, 36. Yeah, which is like not that common of a size, so they're kind of yeah. hard to find. You yeah. need a, you need money for a tailor. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I can't one day. One. Work. That's the dream. Jeans. <laughs> Do you have a favorite curse word? Favorite curse word. Oh, they're all so good. Um, I like I think, ba- Go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> I think bastard is an underrated one. Oh, bastard is a good one. Yeah. I uh, It's so hard depending on t- context. Because like, uh-huh. universally, you can use fuck. But... Oh man, they're just so colorful. All of them, they're so good. I probably use like "fuck" the most when I'm like, if I injure yeah. myself, or if I'm like upset. Yeah. Because that's like, there's like no other word that I can think of that like. Yeah. yeah. And then I mean, I know people have a problem with "god damn it," but yeah, I like that one's I that like one's God pleasing to say because yeah. it just it's yeah so many syllables. And uh, yeah, also so yeah. succinct. <laughs> so how long have you been doing stand up? Um, ten months. Ten months. Ten months. So I'm coming up on a year in March, I think. Okay, nice. Yeah. So, so yeah, could time have had goes fast. A, uh, late child in those months. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a joke. I uh, I have a joke about child. that because my friend is pregnant right now. Okay. Do um, I know this person? No. Okay. <laughs> friends outside the comedy circle um yeah no i feel like you i'm so excited for you to turn 21 because then Mm -hmm. you can actually sit and like watch us work through our sets um because i think sometimes you write so much better just listening to somebody else's Mm -hmm. and it'll ping something else in your brain you're like oh i could work my my content this way yeah um but i yeah i have a joke about that Mm -hmm. which i did a couple weeks ago uh yeah my friend is pregnant and so, and I realized I'm like, wow, she's going to carry a baby at the same time, like the same amount of time yeah. that I've been doing comedy. <laughs> <laughs> How far along is she? Did, did she have the baby already? No, that'll be a March baby. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so like a year. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Pregnancy is hard. I feel like. I know. Ladies. Well, I think it's it's crazy insane too, because I'm 25 and I'll be 26 in March and uh, my friend is. Um, yeah, she'll be 26 in May. Yeah. So the fact, like, she's doing, I, I think it's kind of uncommon. Nowadays, it's, like, pretty young to be having kids and, like, settled down at 25. Yeah. But, like, I remember when I was growing up, like, all of my cousins were, like, pretty much settled down. And having kids, like, out of college, like, at least they were going to have kids before 30. And now I'm, like, nowhere near close. Yeah. I'm nowhere near close to having kids I feel yeah like. you're so young yeah i'm like 12 why well, i feel <laughs> you're not 12 um i feel like most men also don't have kids until like their 30s yeah i feel like a lot of like 
like guys usually like marry someone like younger than them oh for sure yeah have kids yeah my dad's seven years older than my mom yeah i feel like there has to be an average age difference somewhere yeah like study on that my girlfriend is actually two years older than me yeah which is different than that is different i feel like you're pretty mature for your age baby I mean, mm. I'm, 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 I think I'm mature in some ways. In some ways, yeah. Ways, I'm just like. <laughs> in terms of probably interacting with women, I feel like you're probably more mature than most your age. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. In my, terms of adulthood, thanks. I think. My, I, yeah. My cousin's rabbi said I was pretty person, personable. Yeah. I think that definitely counts for something. Yeah. yeah. I was raised. I was raised really weird. So my my dad, I have I have a couple jokes about this, but he he wrote Christian dating books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he would like as a kid, like he would like tell me that like women are like dangerous. Oh, like, that's the trope always. But like I feel to, like, like in a anything, certain extent, yeah. because like he was a, uh, he was married and then got remarried, and then he. He said he wrote the books partially for me. I'm like, I didn't ask <laughs> targeted for this. demographic. Tyler, four, not a fucking book, Christian dating book. <laughs> and um, but yeah, and it was just like, yeah, I didn't like start dating until like, like later. Like I didn't date anyone in high school. I think it's so weird to see like young like I've always thought it was weird like growing up in middle school. Yeah, like yeah. everyone is like as an adolescent like you're you have hormones and stuff like have crushes and stuff but i always thought it was weird to like date yeah in like middle school and even high school and like thinking back on it like now my brother's in middle school so i'm just like he's starting to talk to girls and all that and i'm like okay i get it like figure (laughs) it out flirt whatever but i'm like you i was like there's nothing for you to gain from being in a relationship at 13 (laughs) yeah Yeah, there was i was in like a brief Two week relationship when I was yeah. like in seventh grade. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I guess it's cute and whatever. But like, when kids are like heartbroken, I was yeah. like, I, I get it. It's hard. Yeah. But you're not <laughs> even like a real human yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have no idea who you are. Like, yeah. guaranteed. Like, you're. It's. I think it's just uh, your hormones kind of going for yeah. a roller coaster ride. Yeah. I remember uh, I was uh, dating this girl, Hannah. All we did was, like, text and, like, hug right. each other in the hallway. <laughs> and that was our relationship. And now I'm, nowadays I'm like, oh, that's what I do with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's just exciting to be like, oh, I'm doing an adult yeah. thing at 13. Yeah. Well, like, I feel like those – I don't think there's many uh, people who are, like, gotten married to like their six-year-old i mean your sixth grade crush no and also at that point i'm always a little concerned too like when you see those they're like we've known each other since grade school and i'm like you've never talked to anybody else yeah i feel like that could work though like if like i remember my yeah i mean i guess if you're growing together shout out to mrs wolf um (laughs) she was like yeah i've only dated my husband i was like Okay, I see that. So, yeah. like, I've definitely, like, um, sorry, I just lost my train of thought. I feel like I've met people who have, like, 
like never really dated until they went to college or left college and then got in like one serious relationship like later in life yeah. and i feel like at that like it makes sense like i don't judge people who are in a, one relationship with one person i guess yeah. but it kind of feels weird to me when people are like oh i'm with my high school sweetheart and like yeah. Like, they've never, or, like, when people move, yeah. like, go through everything together. But I, I guess it's also just because I'm the type of person where yeah. I feel like it would be strange for me to drop all for one. Yeah. Yeah, it would be a weird, like, just, like, just this thing. Yeah, just like this, yeah. Seeing, like, yeah, and yeah. I was, like, not even saying, like, oh, you should date other people yeah. to confirm that person's the yeah. one. Like, I guess when you know, you know. Yeah. But I also think there's so much world to see where it doesn't hurt to, like, expand your horizons or kind of give thought. <laughs> Consider your options. Yeah. Do you want any kids one day? Oh, yeah, for sure. I am also, like, I guess not in a rush yeah. or like kind of holding myself to it which I think is a weird thing to accept at this mm. stage in my life because I'm kind of like I, I guess I'm not in a time crunch I'm not under the wire I guess I have like a good 15 years <laughs> <laughs> technically yeah. with medical science on my yeah. side but I'm also at the point where I feel like as a woman you have to choose what you want to focus on which is uh, really hard um I started, sorry <laughs> Thank you for letting me know. <laughs> as long as it wasn't a shard, I you guess. I don't think it was. You don't a have shard. to take care of I'll it. Have to, after the podcast. Okay. Well, if I start to smell something, we can take a break. <laughs> Wait, go back to what you were saying about. Yeah, I think it's hard because as a woman, sometimes I feel like I have to choose, or uh, uh, like like my friends are like settling down and mm. like kind of like happy and it's hard to think like oh would I be happier if I were pursuing that or focusing on that yeah. instead are you more career driven I don't really know <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's hard I don't know like I like what I'm doing at work but I also I mean now that I do comedy I really love that too are so you a drug dealer is that why you no I'm <laughs> no I don't do <laughs> drugs I, I am a CRM specialist. <laughs> I got it. I got the information out of her. No. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> CRM. It's a customer relationship management system oh, yeah. specialist. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's pretty dry work. Yeah. But, but it, it's, I mean, it's fulfilling. It's a good day job. Uh, I feel like it's, uh, I went to school. It's not related to my degree, which is why I, I'm still figuring out like the whole career thing. I think. What did you major in? Chemical engineering. Wow. Yeah. So. So you're smart. I like to think so, yeah. or at least just really stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I remember I was just really good at math and really good at science. Mm. And at the time, I was like, oh, maybe I'll be a doctor, but I didn't want to do pre-med because I had already studied biology and was just like, I don't think that really, Yeah. like, it's interesting to me, but I was like, I don't know if I could do all pre-med and stuff like that. So I was like, maybe I'll do something more math-based. Okay. And I was like, oh, engineering's like good and it covers some pre-med yeah. stuff. And then I 
got myself into a doozy. I was an idiot at 17. I think I literally typed in challenging majors. Because <laughs> I was like, if it's not hard, it's not worth it. But I was like, I don't know who I was trying to like I mean, prove like, myself to. Major, That's like, important. The easiest thing ever sometimes. It's important. I wish I had given myself permission to like pursue gonna, something yeah. different. I was going to be a business major because that's what my brother did. My brother's like a huge finance guy. Yeah. And I took accounting and economics. If you don't like numbers to begin with, yeah. 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 I got to see. Credits transfer. There you go. Communications is a good jerk. I think it's severely underrated how much we need like liberal arts in the real world it's the major that people choose when they don't know what to do with their lives (laughs) communicating that's a good skill (laughs) so uh, tell me about the uh how you guys started the uh uh, just for attention thing oh just for attention with jackie well um jackie and jared had been had started a showcase and then jared moved to la Uh so i kind of stepped in and was like oh i'll help out like i would love to like help run a show i was so new at calling anything i can get my hands on like i want more experience and uh it kind of evolved from there jackie and i were like kind of hit it off as friends really quick mm-hmm. and it was just fun hanging yeah. out um and like meeting other comedians and mm-hmm. it's a good way to network i would say and it's a good way also to figure out how comedy runs in terms of business like i think it's one thing to be like to be a good performer but another thing to be a good person to work with and i think that's something that's taught me a lot in terms of meeting other comedians too and trying to work with other people putting on shows that was a good answer (laughs) (laughs) right but yeah it's a good show i'm excited you'll be able to come to our next one that's a valentine's day weekend on sunday so i think audrey said she was like gonna put on like a that lizard lounge oh her show like uh yeah she like we're gonna like celebrate my birthday i think on that oh at the mic yes that's the week before our show yeah yeah and i think um someone (laughs) i love audrey i uh sometimes i question how long i would have waited to start comedy if it hadn't been for audrey Uh because i went to my open mic just to watch Uh And then I remember just sitting there and I was like, oh, man, this is rough. (laughs) Like, you know, the people at the open mics. So I was like, oh, man, I don't know. And it's like seeing newer comics, like not like like they would introduce the newer comics. And like Mm -hmm. the way the room works is you always give working comics up front. So they have the audience. Um, And they still have a crowd to work with. And I was like, I work a full time job. So Mm -hmm. just like sitting it and realizing like oh as a new comic i might not get to go up until like 10 30 (laughs) was like kind of hard um and i think i went once or twice and audrey like recognized i walked out and she recognized that i had been sitting in the audience and she was like are you like thinking of going up are you a comic and i was like no i was like considering it and she was like okay well next week sign up like let me know if you come so that was really endearing i think I think we're lucky to have yeah. Chameleon. It's like one of the best yeah. rooms to work. Shout out to Audrey. She yeah. Had a similar story. Like the first time I did stand up, I was 18 mm-hmm. at the Lizard Lounge. 
I had to go up like first. Yeah. I always had to go up first because yeah. I'm under 21. And uh, Aud- me and my dad are walking out. And then like Audrey was like, hey, hey thanks for coming. Like, come yeah. back. Yeah. Like, no, I think she was really sweet. It's so great, I think, yeah. to have such an encouraging host. And she's been running this for like what? Yeah. Like six, seven years. Yeah. So. I can't imagine like I am like 10 months in and yeah. sometimes I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> like I have to, I have to make my, I, I try never to leave because mm-hmm. I know how hard it is to perform at the end of the night, yeah. especially when you're newer and not have people in the crowd. Yeah. Um, but it's rough. <laughs> it's like it an endurance fun. sport to sit yeah. through an open mic. Open mics can be like, yeah, really, really amazing or like the worst thing you've ever it's, seen. Oh my life. God. And, and, uh, and I think, like people are all like want their friends. I think for like six months, I didn't tell people I was doing comedy uh, until I felt like I had consistent jokes or like was like, okay, yeah. I know I'm funny, like in a way that's good to an audience now. Um, but oh man, it is rough. And I think there's something I sometimes think it's like a blessing and a curse that you're under 21 yeah. because sometimes I think going up first, like you don't have, you, you can't gauge the energy of the room. Yeah. So you just have to like go balls to the wall where I think sometimes when I'm like eighth or ninth, which is a good like spot in a like lineup of like 20 people that were where it's like if the energy tanks, like it gets worse, the closer it gets to your spot. And it's like all on like you to like set the tone for like the night. And if I just eat dog shit, then it's like, but then if other people do good, then it's like way better. Right. Because like the guy, me right before them ate dog shit. (laughs) No, I think... I think some it's hard. I uh, like there are some nights where I'm like, if I go um, after someone who bombs, I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna have to like bring the room back up and also like make the, like them. I'm excited to yeah. go like after someone who bombs because then I'm like, oh, if I suck. Yeah, the I would say the expectations are like yeah. already low, yeah. but it's so hard to bring a room back up sometimes, especially yeah. depending on why they bombed. Yeah. Do you have a worst you ever bombed story? Oh man, I I try not to think about <laughs> the times I bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I don't know. I feel like anytime I'm not killing, I think I'm bombing. Yeah. So it's kind of like I always think it's worse in my head than it actually is when I yeah. listen back to a recording. Um, trying to think. Last Thursday, I was like on break and like. I think there are some nights where I like convince myself to go to a mic and then it's, I'm just in the bad, like a bad headspace yeah, to begin I with. And so I noticed those are the nights that room, that room, it was just like 45 year old white women basically. <clears throat> and then the rest were comedians. Well, it's hard when people, I feel like that room is hard because it's not people coming out to enjoy comedy. Yeah, it's just like random. It's people. like, it's us. Oh. It's us showing up to work. So it's like we already know each other's jokes. So it's like, and it's hard. I never expect my friends to laugh at my jokes. Yeah. Um, so, but it's always great when you see strangers coming yeah. in because it's like, oh, they're here because they want to laugh. But yeah. then it's also when people are bringing in their friends. Yeah. Their friends are like, I don't, I don't really want to be here, but I'm here for moral support. Yeah, I like. I will usually don't invite people to open mics because, like, I feel like yeah. I don't know. If, if I'm, like, on a show, I'll definitely invite them. But, yeah. like, I don't like having... It's hard. Well, yeah, my like friends... Working, like, new 
jokes out. I just feel like yeah. And I'll say like if I have like a good set that's been going well, and it's like or if like I've worked on parts and pieces and know it's gonna be a good set, um, like I'll like tell my friends. But then but I feel like it's always like a warning. Mm -hmm. And it's like if it's a room where you don't know, like what's nice with chameleon is that the more regular you are and also the better comic you are if you need to go up earlier yeah. you you can usually swing it or request yeah. it and it's taken into consideration so it's yeah. like all right you yeah, can dude, like shout yeah. out to the chameleon for running their open yeah room. honestly like probably like the most accommodating mic yeah. that i could have ever asked to start at all right i think that's a good place <laughs> to end shout out to the chameleon shout out to audrey marsh yeah thank you so much for coming on thanks for having me no problem and come to our show in come February. To, yeah, what is that? Um, February 16th, 8 p.m. at the Chameleon yeah, Club. Come to Knox's show then. Oh, the, the thing's about to shut off. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, goodbye. Bye. The camera's about to die. <laughs>